0: Are you, my podcast? Are you my
1: podcast?
0: Are you my podcast? Are you my podcast? Are you my podcast? Are you
1: my podcast? Are you my podcast?
0: Are you my podcast? Are you my podcast?
1: Sarah Colonna. It's Wednesday night. This is Mare Bear. Help.
0: <laughs> Mary Radzinski. It is Wednesday night. Also in Los Angeles. Help. It's Mer- We just watched Meredith at first sight. Everything. Ugh. Oh my God. That bowling alley got real dark real fast. And I'm not talking about the lights. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. yeah. The seedy exterior and interior. No, we're talking about the moods. We're talking about Sarah. I mean, it's I know. like just, just when I think I'm going to be okay, you know? <laughs> I know. And, then- and it's it's interesting
0: because like last week in our group- Uh, which, by the way, Facebook group, Are You My Podcasters, wonderful group. It's fucking unhinged.
1: It's amazing. Unhinged. It's so fun. Oh,
0: the threads are always so fun on Married at First Sight Night. But there was some comments about like, you know, I really love this sort of passion Lindsay have, like, I'm your right, I die, put on the hazmat suits, blah, blah, blah. And that is such a good quality. But fuck, then you see something like tonight and you're like, that's not a good quality. The the the, yeah. the flip on you you're a piece yeah. of shit i like anyway we'll get to it it was intense tonight i would by the end of the episode i was like oh no when she sees this back she's not gonna feel
1: good well and i feel like her father and brother watched it and were like we tried to tell you <laughs> you know <laughs> we we put it out there we, we, ki- we kind of said Yeah, You know, of all the friends and family, we were the ones that really kind of mattered and nobody fucking listened.
0: (laughs) And um, um, Okay. Well, before we get into it, you guys, you know that we're here from right at first sight. Uh, We uh, started this podcast, especially if you're new here, which we have a lot of new listeners. And thank you. uh, And thank you to our regular listeners for spreading the word to our new listeners. Um, We also, we started off by doing like Lifetime movies. And so... We want to get back to also doing some of that. Um, obviously, we're not going to be able to. We're not going to stop doing our Married at First Sight. It's like
1: the best. Um, but we'll probably throw in. I love that it's in, a full-time job now. It's a like, full-time if there's job. No, yeah. And it's like in the end, the end isn't near. And then after the end, the new beginning of the next season is right there. It's amazing. Well, and that's kind of what I want to explain is like
0: we we thought we started also doing Married at First Sight. And then it was like, oh, but this goes on for so long. And then the next season starts up. So we didn't have time to also keep doing, you know, a movie a week too. But we were, we discussed the other day, we don't want to lose that because it was so fun and it got a lot of people here in the first place. So we're going to make sure we do like at least one a month, something like that, where we also do that and we'll put it out on a random day. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. So you, you know that we're not, when there's something that comes in, that's not your Thursday Married at First Sight episode that you're notified.
1: No, absolutely. And I, I would just sum it up like this, Coda. I feel like it's almost like, um, rescuing a, a a pet, like a dog. It's like Married at First Sight chose us. You know, like we didn't <laughs> choose it. We went in there looking to just want to have fun and 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 do something that we liked and we felt good about. And then it's just it chose us. You know, and you want to rescue it chose all us, the just... all the pets. But
0: you can't unless you're allergic and you rescue them oh, anyway. Um, wow. mm. No, I listen. You can be allergic to pets and rescue them. It just when Alyssa dropped that last week out of nowhere, I think everyone was confused. Everyone well, was just
1: like, but well, wouldn't you have told or I was you know. going to say that was like the best segue thing ever. And then you just explained it. I was like, damn, that was yeah. almost like I said it like we talked about it first. Anyway. It just, yeah, it was Ugh. just
0: it was just like, well, you could have said that in the beginning. Yeah. Um, Anyway, well, also, we have a Patreon. We do four episodes a month. So every Sunday, you get a Patreon. And on that, we do anything goes. We do topics. We do discussions, games. We've done like question and answers from listeners on there. So please join our Patreon if you can. It helps support us um, yes. while we <laughs> try to find out how to do extra free episodes as well. So listen, just... yes. We love you. Thanks for being here.
1: Yeah. Thanks for being a friend. I mean, I currently have some green tea in my Golden Girls mug. So I just said thanks for being a friend. Oh, yeah, you do. Look at you drinking your green tea. My green my green tea. And I also am just if, if you're listening to this and it is uh, Thursday uh, come and you're in near and or around Oklahoma City. Come see me at Bricktown Comedy Club um, this Sunday, the 27th. I'm, I'm headlining. I'm telling some jokes and I, I think they're funny. So you come tell me. And if you don't think my they're girl. funny, don't tell me that. But you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> you know, Can't you're handling I'm excited for you. Everyone go see Thank Mary you. at Bricktown Comedy Club. And I believe it's BricktownComedyClub.com, correct?
1: Yes, yes, I believe that. And MaryRodzinski.com as well uh, is the link. Okay. So anyway, sorry to, you know, whatever. I'm just sorry, not sorry. I mean, that's why we do this fucking thing, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just say what well, you're sorry that you're yeah, telling people know. where you're performing. That's what yeah. you do. I'm sorry um, that I'm trying to pay my bills. Anyway, Sarah, I mean, I don't, where do we even... OK, maybe let's start with uh, Katina and Elijah
0: Wan, because it was nice to see him making breakfast in the beginning after he's been telling um, her to make make food.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think I was sort of zoned out, but then I heard brown sugar bacon or something or maple. Ba- I don't know, but it looked really good. And I, I, yeah, maybe he th- should be doing all the cooking. I know. I feel like he's
0: probably, and that might even be, even though we've already discussed. And so is everyone else that his, his thinking is a little dated on the woman should be in the kitchen and all that stuff. But I honestly think, I, I think he's just like, maybe he's secretly a really good cook. And he's like uh, wanting someone to do it with, I don't know. I just was like, ah, maybe. But I I I mean, who knows? I'm giving him wait, to benefit of the doubt there, but um. I will say when it showed his job again as municipal waste wastewater operator, I was like, oh, that's right. He's not the personal trainer. Michael is because in that fucking gym in the honeymoon, I was for sure. I thought he was the personal trainer. And then I and I had so I had people's jobs mixed up and it was just based on him, you you know, basically trying to train her in the gym. And she was like, can I just go to the bar? Um,
1: It's um, literally right now that you're saying this. I. You just corrected my brain because of the gym scene with him barking at her to fucking do higher leg lifts and shit or whatever. I thought he was the trainer, but now that makes my my subconscious didn't put it together. But you're right. Okay, good. Good clarification. There you go. Um, Thanks. So
0: I thought, you you know, this is the episode where they talk to their friends and they have the housewarming parties and he was talking to his friend
1: about their fact that they haven't had sex yet. and don't you think that's I mean, I just feel like they're the one couple that I would have thought, you know, they would have taken a little stroll during the reception and banged. You know what I mean? Like their chemistry is so strong, but yes, they, they do seem to have weird. very strong
0: chemistry and attraction for each other. And I, it was like he was saying to the friend he's worried it might he might change and look at it differently if they have sex and his friend can't believe that he's nervous about taking someone to bed because he, I mean, we all know about Isaac, right? Um, Yeah. (laughs) So I honestly was like, okay, there's a possibility he's overthinking it for sure. Um, Yeah. But also maybe it's a really good sign that he's thinking about it this much. Maybe he knows himself so well that he's like, if I do this, I might, my, my, Switch might flip or whatever, and right. Isaac will come barreling out down the street or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Isaac is knocking at the door right now, the door of his penis. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. Like I, and Katina wants it, you know, and not to sound so crass, she wants it, but you know, <laughs> she wants to, she wants to have consummated the marriage, you know, and, but like you're right. That I think has- so.
0: I mean, she didn't quite, she said, that they both want to have a, emo- an emotional connection. She said, more so him than me. And then, yes, and then at the housewarming party, the friends were like, um, Katina's usually, you know, sex is pretty important to her. So But she hasn't really come out and said, well, I wanted to have sex by now, I don't think. Has
1: she? Yeah, I think I was just assuming that maybe it had come up with her friends or how her friends were so adamant. They're like, sex is really important to her and he better, you know, not be fucking around with her. But like you said, his friend, Jeff was surprised and he was like, this is kind of crazy. Like maybe it's a good thing that he, like you said, that he's overthinking it a bit. That he likes her that much.
0: Yeah. So I think it could possibly a good, be a good sign. And then uh, Elijah one was telling his friend that, um, she went to the store and came back with just bread and water. And he was like, this isn't for two people, which I've never related so hard to someone, by the way, as when I first moved in with my husband. I'm sure I did that a few times. And he probably went, what is what is this? What are we having? Prison prison meals? Um, but I like what his friend said. He said, look, don't overthink it. This is what she's used to. And then Elijah Wan said, she does like to food blog. She likes to go out. I have to remember that there's a balance somewhere and hope. And along the way, I feel confident that Katina will be like, okay, I need to bring more than bread and water. To, when I go to the store, maybe I need to get a little deli meat to go on the bread. Maybe I need to yeah, get some mustard. Yeah. She'll, yeah. she'll, I think she'll figure it out. But I liked, I really liked his friend a lot. I liked how his friend just kind of kept him saying, don't overthink this. And Elijah Wan really took that in just like he did with Cal. I felt like he said, Cal basically told me the same shit. Um, so I thought that was good.
1: No, definitely. I I like the friend. He's the their friends are very caring and they know them very well. I mean, not I would say more than some of the other couples. Um when she had her friend over for wine, she her friend was grilling her a good bit and then I don't remember hearing this during the episode, but the friend says that Elijah Wan had never been with an African American woman before, and that that was a red flag to her. Did that come up before or no? Was this new to us this week?
0: I don't know. I don't know if that happened at the wedding, if that was a conversation oh, that was had. Maybe. But then they flashed back to him talking to the friends. Remember? And yes. he said something and I felt like he said it was like something new for him. And that's yeah. what the friend. So I, I can't, I couldn't quite tell who said it when, um, but obviously he said it, obviously Katina knows it. And then she said, well, he has messed with black women before, but never been in a relationship with them is what I think. What she, she said. Yeah. Is what she said. He, he and then I, I just really liked the French. She was like, well, he is Katina was like, he is part Irish. She's like, he's black. She's like, well, (laughs) but he does look, she's like, he looks black. She's like, he's, it's just, and I get it. And then I got, I got it more, more so even at the after party when they were talking about it and Keisha was talking about it. And she's like, as a black woman, when you are with a, a black man who says he's never, ever been with a woman, you know, like it just makes you go, why do you not? Right. And so I could see why it'd be alarming, but that Katina basically said, we've moved past it you need to move past it too, to her friend. And her friend was like, I'll move past it, but I'm keeping my eye on him. And I like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, very, very uh, a protective mama bear friend. But it was, it was funny too, because you could tell she wasn't backing down, the friend. And then at one point you could tell that Katina was kind of like, all right, already. And she said something, she's like, well, you know, this should be an issue. And she's like, well, I, you haven't lived with them for the last two weeks. You know, we've covered this, we're moving on, but- so anyway, that was interesting. Um, and she has good friends, and that that says a lot, you know. It does.
0: Um, I I appreciate that, and you can tell. I don't know. She just Katina seems to be really maturing through this process. I feel like more than anyone else, in my opinion, right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny. I I was gonna wait to bring this up, but I was just curious your thoughts. So. I agree. I feel like she's the most she's so level headed and like even even as um you know dramatic as the shit with Alyssa, you know, Katina always she clearly formed a friendship with Alyssa because even on after parties, she never talks shit about her. She's always like, listen, could she have handled things better? Yeah, could she have whatever? Yeah.
0: But, I don't know if she formed a friendship with her or if she just isn't wanting to Or she
1: didn't want to start Start
0: like, anything or pass a yeah. judgment on something. I mean, she's pretty diplomatic, and like, I mean, even with Lindsay, she's been nice to her for the most part. When she, well, that's not, I mean, not at the honeymoon, I guess, but when they all get in a group, she they were all in the a girl group last week or a couple of weeks ago, and she was just you know having conversations with her like normal. I mean, the the bowling alley tonight obviously changed <laughs> that changed yeah. again, but she seems yeah. to stay pretty. Try to stay, I think, middle like, of the neutral. road. But yeah, yeah but um, her and Lindsay started off on a different foot, so I think that's different.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. I um, I don't know. She's got good friends, but also she's got fun friends, and so does he. Because they had their housewarming, and shots were were taken right out of the gate, just down the hatch. Some some nice cheers and alcohol, and I love it. I think it's a nice way to spend time with friends.
0: I agree. Um, they, they, uh, they, the friends like joke. That's when they talked about the intimacy. That's right. And they got they to like her best friend in the hallway. And she's like, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Katina, yeah. She's like, yeah. Said, we haven't had sex yet. The friend was like, I don't like that. That's her husband. <laughs> and and she gave husband like several years when she said it. And I loved it. I was like, this is like, <laughs> I feel like that's what my friends would say about me. They'd go, um, I don't, Uh, He needs to kind of bang her because she likes that. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What are you waiting for, pal? Come on. I am wondering
0: how long this will last, their sex drought. How, I mean, do we have a, do we need to take
1: predictions? I'm just caught off guard because when, when did they let us know that they hadn't put the D in the V? Was that last week or that we found out? Because I just assumed. I just, I don't know. I assume they did. Even if they said they didn't, I assume they did. But now that it's an actual issue that's being talked about, I'm like, oh, wait, maybe they haven't.
0: Yeah, they, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone tells you after the honeymoon if they did and yeah. they didn't. And so I don't know. But I, I just, I would like to, I'm curious when it's going to happen. Yeah, and what you, do what, you it think? It better be good. That's what I know. It better be good. Because if you make someone wait, you better... <gasps> You better oh, yeah. rock their fucking world. Okay. <laughs> Elijah Wan, are you listening? You better well, rock
1: her world. <laughs> that's very true, Sarah. That well, that's now it's like a performance anxiety thing. You wait too long. <laughs> it's gotta be this like perfect Oh, I mean it can be a little sloppy when it's a couple days in. You're just trying to <laughs> That's true. you know, you're trying to get your sea legs, you know? What I mean <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, when do you think? Like, do you think next week or the I don't know. I don't
0: know. I just feel I feel like he has made it more of a thing uh in his head. Yeah. And is worried about his own past behavior or whatever and things changing because he's really into her just emotionally right now. So it's going to be when he just gets out of that space, I guess, or when he just goes, fuck it. I, she's hot. And I, I really like her. I'm just going to have to do it. And yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I would have seen him sticking it in before he got his haircut for her. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I know
0: that was cute. Like, I he gets, know he's, I, he could be a lot. And Katina says that. And she says that about, you know, just talking to his friends They basically, they tell him, I like had her friends told him, don't put certain pressure on her. She wants to make you happy. So this cooking thing, all these things, don't put too much pressure on her. That's going to make her feel like she's not doing enough. Like don't make her feel less than I felt like was the message.
1: Katina, was it Katina, Steve and Chris were on after party tonight. And I love like just the way Steve and Chris talked about Elijah Wan, like, you can just tell he's a good dude. Like, every, he's just a quality good dude.
0: Yeah, he's everyone's favorite. I think Chris mm-hmm. said when they, they they met kind of maybe when they were both applying or something. And he was really hoping that when he got picked that the guy that he met there, Elijah Wan, was going to get picked, too. And he did. And Steve said he's always thoughtful and caring. So I feel like it can be um this. Their relationship is my front runner as of now.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I hope it doesn't change because I got high hopes. Um, I mean, up and- until
1: tonight, mine was Noi and Steve. But what
0: the fuck? Oh, Noodlegate, girl, Noodlegate. Oh. Um, well, and also the friends. just to wrap them up. I just really like that his friend tells her, tells Katina, he's always praising you. Um, he thinks a lot of you. When he gets riled up, don't take it personally. Try to keep calm. He will calm down. He gets too hot too fast. I felt like that friend was really giving her sort of gentle nudges to keep going. It's all going well. This is good. Just and I know that he can be a lot, but don't worry about it. That kind of thing.
1: Yeah, he he was like and you could tell she really sort of was like she heard him, you know, she's like, that's kind of what I thought, you know, but I'm glad that to hear it from you and you know, she's just, she is, he, that Jeff told her, he's like, be patient, but I'll tell you what, she is patient because I don't, I don't know, you know, I wonder how I would be in that situation.
0: Yeah, no, she's super patient. She's got, she could be, I think maybe that's why they're such a good match is because they offset certain things, um, about each other. And then, well, Jasmina and Michael, we'll just talk about them real quick. A ton didn't happen, but they just, it seems like they're much better after talking to Cal because they both kept saying they're better after talking to Cal. Yeah, yeah. They,
1: <laughs> they, they both agree.
0: Mm-hmm. I was like, who are we trying to convince here, guys? But he talked to his sister about the conflict they were having. And his fucking sister should oh, be an expert.
1: Claire. I love Claire.
0: She says, you, don't, you guys don't know each other. She's a strong woman. And now she has to be o- vulnerable and open in a way she hasn't been before with someone she doesn't know. Maybe she has scars. You don't know what those scars are. And maybe you're um, doing them. She, and, and she doesn't know that you got this yet. Like you haven't proven that to her. I just was like standing mm-hmm. up, clapping, going, this woman is laying it out so well. In fact, she explained it to me because I kind of wasn't sure well, what's ex- been going on with Jasmina. And then I went, I know. oh, okay,
1: that all makes sense. It really did. Like, like you said, when she said, don't be offended by her, she's just protecting herself and her space. She doesn't know you. I'm like, well, shit, that makes sense. You know, I mean, it does sort of change as a viewer, even you're like, why is she kind of, you know, she's acting kind of cold or whatever. But I mean, that just makes total sense. You know,
0: it really did. It really did. I just wanted to, I don't know, hug my TV and say, where have you been? We needed you. We've needed you all along.
1: And in it it and that was the other thing that when her sis so we, we'll talk about what Jasmina saw visited with a friend of hers, but when they did their housewarming and uh Claire, Michael's sister was there and when she and Jasmina went and talked and she said to her, you know, Jasmina or she said, Michael has a huge heart and it doesn't take a lot to break it. And I like I almost teared up if I had tear ducts that worked when I'm not drinking wine or whatever, but like it was uh, really moving.
0: Yeah. I thought, I know people make fun of word art, but I, I'm like, that needs to be on a fucking painting somewhere
1: mm-hmm.
0: or, uh, or a pillow maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or maybe just, maybe he just needs to wear a t-shirt that says I have a huge heart and it doesn't take a lot to break it. I don't know, but yeah, it, it was, was really good. She's just, um, she just seems very wise is emotionally. And yeah, I'm glad cons- he has her. Yes, that's what I keep thinking because yeah. he, he can shut down, obviously. And from we haven't really seen it, but Jasmina suggested that his, his temper sort of goes up too fast when he gets flustered or speaks in a tone, which we <laughs> that was funny when Jasmina was talking with her friend and she says, well, he used this tone with me. And her friend goes, oh yeah, you don't like tones.
1: You know, yeah, like any tone. Yeah. You know, like any tone. Yeah, yeah. Her friend knows her for sure. Oh, she sure
0: does. Because she, it, which it's interesting when you see that because even with Alyssa's friend at the end when she goes, yeah, I was kind of wish I could have met him myself because there's been times where I've thought, oh, you're being kind of hard on that guy. So you see that. I mean, friends know you better than anything. So this friend, I felt she said. Um, even when Jasmina said, wow, he thinks he's right. When he thinks he's right, he thinks he's right. And that's it. And her friend goes, well, that sounds like you.
1: Right. <laughs> and she yeah. was like, no, it doesn't. She's like, um, yeah, it does. Exactly. Exactly. She,
0: she says, you don't, you don't admit it. You're, you're wrong off it. And Jasmina, it was funny. Jasmina goes, yeah, well, I'm not wrong off it. And, <laughs> ha, I like to uh, dig, dig those heels in. Um, yep, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it, it seems like they have, she seems Basically, from what her friend was saying to her, everything that Michael does is is like her sort of pet peeves and or her looking back at herself a little bit.
1: Yes. Like, you no, know, absolutely. It's going to like get her goat. Well, I mean, the other thing was the whole um, communication thing. And her friend just sort of said, communicating more helps you work on communicating. Like, there's no shortcut here. And she talked about like her fiance, um, she has a fiance of eight years. And I wanna be like, even though Mark's not my fiance, I can I'm sure that's a lot of fun at parties to explain that. <laughs> anyway, um, but uh um when she says that, you know, her fiance comes home and tells her what he had for lunch, she's like, Do I really give a shit what he had for lunch? No, but I love that he wants to tell me, you know, and so it was kind of like eye opening I think for Jasmina you know, like just almost like force the communication until it's not forced. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. I was
0: thinking that when she when she was talking about that, I thought if if I came if John came ho- if I came home and John, my husband, was like, "Oh, I just had a turkey sandwich," I'd be like,
1: oh, "Who gives a shit? <laughs> so, what do you want? It metal?" Um- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'll tell you what though, this is how sick of a relationship I have with food. I'd be I'd put my hand on my pants and be like, "Do you get mayo?" I'd probably go like <laughs> bananas, but that's because I. I like to talk about food, but no, but, I hear you.
0: no, it was just funny. I just but this woman is the she's clearly very well in versed in communication and and in Jasmina's communication or the way that she does, so I just felt like her examples of all that stuff, even though they seemed like I'm making fun of them um as far as the sandwich thing but. It doesn't matter. She, she knows what she's talking about. And Jasmina seemed to be taking it in, which is yeah. good. Yeah, They seemed lighter at the housewarming party. Everyone, all their friends were getting along. Um, They're both competitive and like to play games, which always makes me nervous about people. Me too. I, yeah. The minute someone says, God, I love games and I'm competitive. I'm like, fuck. I know. Is, I we're know. Not gonna, we're not going to yeah. match up. Here. I start
1: looking at my Uber app. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go home. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I
0: don't like any of those things. No, I Mm-mm. like to play games. I just when when someone says they're super competitive, I just picture like Monica from Friends, who you know, yes, just fucking yeah. <laughs> terrorizing everybody during. So it just uh, makes me nervous. But they handled. They seem like they were on the same level with the game thing. And he said we had fun, um, and they tell the group that they've had a lot of ups and downs, but Cal really whipped them into shape. And I don't know, it seemed, they do seem better, but they, she still seems pretty guarded at this
1: point. No, she does. And it's funny, even just watching her talk to his sister, she really, she's like warmer and she's warm about Michael. But then when, when I see her talking to Michael, it's like, I don't, yeah, she does feel so guarded. And then part of me is like, is it, The cameras, but then, like, the cameras are there with the sister.
0: Yeah. Well, it's she, she, she's aware when someone says something. For instance, she said, I really like your brother. And his sister said, That's great to hear because he wasn't sure that you like him. Right. And that struck Jasmina. You could tell she went, Oh God, I never wanted him to feel that way. It's just that there were so many ups and downs on the honeymoon that it was hard for me. You know, I started I started kind of shutting down. It was hard for me to basically probably tell him things I like about him or which I get, Um, you, you know, when you're when you're in that space, it's hard to be like, can't wait to tell you how fun I think you are when I want right. to wring your neck right now. So right. but she took that in and she felt bad. She's like, I was annoyed with his behavior, so I didn't think to say nice things. So. I mean, because she seems like a super sweet person. It doesn't seem like she's out to, to make anyone feel bad. So no, I feel like these no. conversations help her realize, oh, okay, maybe he needs a little bit more from me too, just like I need more communication from him. I mean, the whole fucking, uh, sorry, I keep cursing. The whole um You just watched roommate. Married at
1: First Sight, Sarah. okay. I know, okay. you guys.
0: I'm sorry. It comes out, but I try to I try to keep them to a minimum. I mean, it shouldn't be every other sentence, but this show.
1: God. I know
0: um, I need like a swear jar on my in my podcast room is what I need. That's not a bad idea.
1: Well, I was just going to say, are you directing this at me? Because I'm like, fuckity fuck, fuck. And I probably should dial it back. But I, I, I my blood pressure doesn't go back to normal till tomorrow morning. I
0: know. But I just I like to be aware of it. And um, but now that if I just suggested that I was going to put a swear jar out, but then I realized like who's going to. I'm just going to take that money and put it back in my pocket. I mean, what's just me and my husband yeah. that live here. It's not like the, who's going to get the money out of the swear the jar. The money.
1: Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. no
0: really motivation for me to not swear. If I have a swear jar,
1: you know, I think, um, let, let your passion out. However you what want What
0: the to. fuck were swear jars for actually now that I'm saying this because they are all in the same family in the same household. So if you have to put a dollar in it or whatever, doesn't it just go right was back it, to your household?
1: Well, maybe. But then I was thinking, remember, like, I just picture like in a movie or in a TV show it'd be, oh, the parents like swore and then they have oh, should I? Well, now I just swore saying, and- oh, shit. And whatever. I'm just, I'm a truck driver. I'll work on it. But anyway. Um,
0: <laughs> I wasn't saying it to yours. I was first I was. The- I was well, I am. pointing out my poor. own. Okay. okay. Anyway.
1: <laughs> We are psychos. But anyway, yeah, I mean, they I do think putting a bow on them, I I think I really like them both individually a lot. I will say they talk about his temper or Jasmina talks about Michael's temper. And like you pointed out earlier, we haven't really seen that. And. I sort of want to see it in order to understand it a little bit better.
0: Yeah. Just like I want to see Steve's bank account so I can under, so I can just put an end to this conversation. Madness.
1: We can talk about and Steve if you want. That's what I was, that's what I was doing. The noodle gate the whole thing. I mean, he did make her the most delicious red pepper omelet. Uh, I, I, eyed it. It looked delicious. And, and the fact that he was making her lunch and he used the, the stove. I mean, that means a lot to somebody like me. <laughs> That's true. That is true. I, I it's mean, very, it's
0: not very often that the stove comes on for lunch, at least no, not in my household, not
1: in mine either. And
0: I'm sure that people have kids that are like, well, good for you. Cause I have to use my <laughs> breakfast, lunch and dinner. But first I just want to say, they talked about the the financial thing in the beginning um, because she had expressed it to Cal and he was caught off guard. So He's like, I don't fit the employed by a company thing. Doesn't mean I don't take care of myself and my future. And she says, well, why can't it can't just be you do you. And he's like, but I have multiple sources of money. I mean, I get both sides. But right now, so far, there's no there's nothing for her to be. I'm just saying from a a viewer's perspective right now, there's nothing for her to be alarmed about that we can tell because he now I don't know what he's told her. Off camera, I don't know if he's like borrowed money from her. I mean, I don't think so, because basically he said so far, this hasn't affected you. I take care of you. I take care of the bills. I think at some point one of her friends said, well, she doesn't want to be the, the sole provider. And he's like, it's never
1: that's never going to happen. Yeah, I'm not
0: going to get there.
1: I just feel like she's and again from the viewer's point of view. She's we have seen no reason to think that he doesn't he's not filthy, stinking rich or, or that he's done. And then even on the after party, when Chris was talking about like, Oh, like how much, you know, what is he? A sales engineer, software something, engineer, software or, engineer, some, some sort of engineer. But I think, but Chris was like, you know, they make a lot of money. He's done well for himself. He's doing, he's self-employed, not unemployed. Somebody said that. And that was like, Oh yeah, there is a difference. I mean, he's. Well, that's I, what's
0: been driving me crazy is because I, I think I don't, feel like he's ever said unemployed. It's like he's self-employed and he works when he wants and when he can't. And he, and as Chris said, I was in a position once where I got laid off out of nowhere and I had a huge nest egg and a severance and a whatever. And I, I went and took a trip, just basically did the same thing Steve did. And it wasn't a problem. And now we do know that Noi, how she grew up, all of that stuff, that's factoring into her view of this. So it is, I get that. And I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt on that end because I do get that. And it's, she's, she's like, wait a minute, what do you mean? I don't have, you don't have security. I need security. Um, But I feel like he keeps trying to tell her that he does have it, that like, it's not a problem. And if I need to go full time somewhere, I will, but I don't need to right now because I, my impression is he's saying I'm doing well at what I'm doing right now. I don't need, to go clock in and it's, it's confusing.
1: Well, he's also in not so many words I'm taking away that he's saying, I'm going to, when I do need to whatever I will do that. Or, you know, it's kind of, it's not like this, this um, waiting till the last minute or waiting till everything runs out. It's like, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm hearing what he's saying loud and clear and I don't understand why she's not. But again, we don't know what's set off camera and that sort of thing, but he's saying he's taking care of her and he has, she hasn't said that he hasn't kind of paid for shit, you know?
0: No, I think that she comes home from work and she's mad that he's been home all day or she's mad that he can sleep late. It seems like it's more about that or something that she's just like, this isn't. And if look, and if that's her trigger, if she is, is, is off put by someone that lives that lifestyle, then she, but what if he opens his bank account and she's like, Oh, Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. what I'm just what if he's a secret billionaire? Exactly. I, pop, I mean, we don't know his deal, but I just and then she turns that every time because even his friends said, "Look, he's at the housewarming party." She talked about that, and his friends said, "Look, he's he's good. We he's fine. He's never he's not this kind of person who's just going to let things fall apart, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Like his
1: friend might as well have said, he um, pays for us. He pays for us all the time. (laughs) And we don't want you to fuck this up for us. Noi. Okay. If you could just shut up about his money, we're all doing fine. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, his friend said he's got a great network. And if he really wanted
0: to tap into that and go full time, he could. And then to camera, she goes, well, that's alarming to me. The fact that he could, and he doesn't (sighs) want to. And it's like, But maybe it's that he doesn't need to. And I think if anything, COVID really showed people that you don't always have to go into an office nine to five.
1: Well, she was working from home that day that he made her a nice, delicious, hot red pepper omelet with a side of something that looked like a home fry, something, (laughs) a a hash of sorts. I I almost paused it and went back. It just looked really delicious. And- (laughs) You know, he didn't, he didn't have to do that. No. Um, and they, they
0: do seem like they talked about the traditional dishes they each wanted to make for their housewarming party. And they, they seem to think about each other in it, it significantly. And Meaning when you first are in a relationship um, and are moved in together, and especially at this kind of speed and process, it can be a little hard to break sort of your selfishness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, And they both seem to find ways to be looking at each other's perspectives or, but she isn't budging on this one and she won't budge on wanting to have three exact kids. kids. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh. And he's like, I'm practical. You don't know that you can have three kids. What if you have two and something goes wrong or I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to be dark, but it's just. You don't know, like, like his base. he's basically saying, I'm not saying that we can't have three,
1: but I'm saying, why does it have to be exactly three? Why yeah. can't we see how our life progresses? And her um, friends were, I mean, aggressive. The one's voice, it was just aggressive. She was fine. I mean, they didn't really ask him anything too crazy. And he stood his ground with that too. Like, I'm okay, you know? And I just think it's like, kind of silly if he does have this like, Nest egg, or this, you know, chunk of change sitting somewhere where he's not in a hot hurry to go back to the office. And like her friends are like, well, um, noise shouldn't be the primary breadwinner. Like, yeah, I, I don't think that's what Steve's trying to get away with. You it know, it doesn't
0: I, seem like it. No, um, we could be wrong and we've been wrong before about people, yeah. and that's what this show does. It takes hey, you on take, a real yeah. roller coaster. We We take, we go by what we see, and for right. now, it seems fine until, of course. Um, it's not, <laughs> she cooks dinner for him. and
1: <gasps> Can we just talk about that very quick? I mean, I don't yes. even want to spend too much time on it because it was. Oh, fucking- I do. Oh, okay. All right. We can. It was maddening. I, and, and then even. Okay. So she's cooking <laughs> dinner for him for
0: the first time. They have separate noodles because, um, she eats, her- she eats gluten-free. His yep. aren't in his pot, just hers. I think he puts his noodles in the pot. He steps away, he comes back, his are overcooked. She's like, Well, I can't have your noodles, so I didn't check on them. And he's like, But you can, but I thought you were making me dinner and you could just check on them. And he's kind of annoyed by it, which I, actually, I get. Yeah. Um, it does seem weird. The pot's right behind you. You could just check on him. If you're, you're so, that's the case where you're thinking of just yourself during this thing when you said you were making us dinner. Now you're actually right. just making you dinner and you're giving me whatever goes on top of the noodle without the noodle. That's what you're, I guess you're making me. Yeah. The toppings. A, um, a, a sauce
1: with no noodle. No one. No, yeah. no, and I know yeah. you can't have that noodle,
0: noy. but when you stir it, the gluten doesn't go in your body. So it's going to be fine.
1: Right. Um, and don't say you're making me dinner. Say you're making my topping for the dinner yeah. that I'm going to make. You know? Yeah.
0: And, I mean, if you want, if this is a do your own noodle thing, then yeah. fucking tell them. Yeah.
1: Okay. Right.
0: But more so than that was her reaction. Yeah. Uh, we saw the video. Um, I guess he's being a little passive aggressive, but he's kind of like, well, I mean, I just thought you could check on them. Your, this just seems weird, whatever. It didn't seem like he didn't explode, at least from what we saw. And she just takes her dog and goes for a walk. And then Evan doesn't come home. <laughs> she just yeah. doesn't,
1: No, doesn't come home over She says, fuck noodles. this. Did you know? She says, fuck this before she walks out. <laughs> Real pissed about the expectation of stirring his fucking noodles and then he's this poor guy and again i don't know i'm just going by what we see i feel i hate that we have to say that like we're monsters we're just just reacting like everyone else guys he's trying to get in touch with her like texts and and phone calls and 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 then he wakes up the next morning thinking oh there'll be something nothing no, says she Just went out for milk and cigarettes and never came home. <laughs> I mean it seriously. I I was like, wow. So
0: listen, I think that Noi is a bit immature. She's very sweet, uh, but she's a little immature because for that reason alone, you can tell she is. And then it turns out when she comes, it turns out that she when she comes home and they talk about it. He's like, w- w- I mean, I just kind of asked you to look at the noodles, and even if I had. if I was rude about it, I guess you, you can't, you don't leave and just not answer texts and calls and then go sleep somewhere else. We are married. That's kind of not how that's supposed to work. And then he says, and then you also, you posted this thing on social media about um, how you have to say no. If you have to say no often, you're allowed to say, this is simply not enough for me. And didn't she already do this once? I don't think
1: so. But like he's like, do you know how many of my friends and family follow you on whether it was Instagram or whatever? He's like, you leave this and he doesn't. I, I'm saying it twaddier than he did. And he's like, you put up this ambiguous things aren't going well in my marriage post, you know, and now I have to answer for it. And it's because you didn't stir my fucking noodles. I mean, she and then she just I, I will say, I don't know how you fight. I know that you will avoid conflict and that sort of thing. But like the fact that she just sits there and says nothing, I want to be like, well, what do you have to say for yourself? What do you, what do you hate about my noodles? You know, what's your fucking problem? I mean, it was
0: when he said. Now I'm my friends and family, which you just brought up and it just made me laugh. When he's like, now my friends and family are like, what's going on with your marriage? And he's like, Oh, yes, some noodles. <laughs> we had a noodle yeah. fight. Yeah. We had a fight about, no- I mean, but the yeah. passive aggressive going on Instagram and posting something <laughs> directed at somebody that you won't return a phone call from, who you're also married to, is so, I, I mean, it's laughable. It's funny because it's so ridiculous. But that's where I say, she's obviously, I mean, that's like a 12 year old, or I mean, that's, it's you know, that's even like, worse. That's a, it feels like a high school move or something. It just feels that you would becky was at my locker today and then you'd go and you know put something at on (laughs) social media about i don't like blondes that are at my lockers and you know and becky's like i think that's me it just (laughs) seems (laughs) that's my scenario
1: i like i liked your scenario i just yeah whether it's becky at her locker or a bowl of overboiled overcooked noodles and she's like come on sushi fuck this and like takes off so he was on After Party, right? Mm-hmm. And so he talked about, like, just the fact that, you know, when Keisha brings it up and stuff, it's kind of like, well, this is over noodles. Like, what's going to happen if we, we can't get the th- exact three kids? I mean, that, that is such a, a red flag for him that they were my, like, they were my lead, what are they, lead horses, my strong horses. My, I thought they were going to be successful until fucking tonight.
0: Uh, I like that you just called them your strong horses and that's what we're going to call it from now. Yeah. They're my strong horses. They're my Um, strong
1: horse. They were my strong horses. And then she, I don't know what's going on with her. And no,
0: because he, Keisha was basically, is this really about noodles or is this about the job thing? Is this all something else? It doesn't seem like that's what it was about. And Katina actually said, I think she's still salty about the job thing. And and Steve, what
1: is the job thing? That's the I whole don't know. Cl- you know what I mean? Like, that's the whole thing. If the job thing that he has enough money to pay for shit, but he doesn't have to leave and go to work and they haven't really dug into it. If that's the thing that made her snap about the noodles, then she's worse off than I thought. Yeah. Uh, and she's
0: not going to enjoy having three kids, by the way, if, oh, <laughs> if, if, yeah. she's, if yeah. she's this easily set off. True. Um So I don't know. I I thought they were. Yeah, they were my. uh, What is it? Strong horses. They were my strong horses too. They were my strong
1: horses too, Sarah. (laughs) And now they're. Now I feel like they're they're one of those horses that like broke his leg, and now we have to like if we can't find the right farm, you know what happens?
0: Oh boy, I hope it doesn't. I don't. I know that got dark. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, not
1: sorry. That's how I I feel right now. You're right.
0: I know. I I hope they can. Get through this, and if it is her feeling worried about the future and stuff, she's they just have to hash that out because he said it very clearly, even on the after parties like this isn't I'm uncomfortable, and um, you know. Which he about savings and stuff. She, he's like, "I'm good. Everything's fine. I don't yeah. know what everyone's problem is here." So I'm
1: gonna say it's gonna be sad if gluten tears them apart. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's gonna be a real problem for the for the franchise. Guys? Gluten and social media. That's what yeah. happens. Um, gluten, gluten, and Instagram. Anyway, so
0: Alyssa and Chris, just real quick, ran through it. We still had to see them a little bit. Um, look, I appreciated. I feel as if he did come out of this with a lot of a good attitude, even though he does say that he gets angrier about it every day. But he basically said, look, the metric in marriage is trying. She had zero try in her. I want to be with someone who wants to be with me. And then they have to tell their loved ones. Viv says now they have to tell their loved ones, which
1: can be hard. Um, (laughs) God, you nail her.
0: So he tells his mom and I, the hardest part about watching him tell his mom is having to watch all the flashbacks of what an asshole she was to him because Mm -hmm. it, Shows her not trying right away, not as if we didn't already know that, but um he tell he says he they had a huge honeymoon suite and he was willing to sleep on the couch on another floor. And I was like, God, they had two floor honeymoon suites on Married at First Sight. Like, Jesus. go good on you. Yeah. Imagine you were in that that COVID season where they all had to just go to Vegas and wear masks the whole time and eat oh. out of like cardboard boxes and you're like, they're in a two floor. <laughs> Two-floor honeymoon seat in Puerto Rico? Oh,
1: man. Uh-huh. They really made up for it this year, but that's got to <laughs> piss them off, man. Yeah. Well, they saved money, I guess, that year. I so guess. now they're like, well, we can... Um, but
0: the basically, he was like, there was this whole compilation of her saying, I'm getting up. I don't like where this was going. I got robbed. And the mom says, well, you got robbed. And she wanted her 15 minutes of fame. Now, I think we all kind of felt that way towards the end. And... I don't know. It it just the the mom obviously she agreed when he goes. I think it was a physical thing, and the mom goes, "Sounds like it." I'm like, "Whoa, mom!
1: (laughs) All right." I know (laughs) the mom was like, "Well, I can't imagine what else it'd be like." (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pig. You know, yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah. must have been your face, Chrissy. Yeah, yeah. But he says he feels good about who he is as a person now, and but it'll take time to move back, move past that frustration. And mom had a good point. She was like, "She's doing you a favor. You don't want to spend decades with someone like that," which obviously wasn't going to
1: happen anyway. Um. Well, and and maybe he can focus any anger that he's, you know, accruing day by day into the mountains of pussy that are going to be thrown at him, uh, because literally I was like looking on Twitter and just people are like, just there's just a lot of women that are like, man, what I wouldn't do, you know, for right? for a nice guy like that.
0: A nice guy with a good job, real estate in Boston, probably doing all right for himself. Wherever he was, when he was telling his mom, looked really nice. It was really green yes. behind him. Yes. Um, well, Alyssa told her friend, uh, first she had to remind us that she rescues dogs so that we could, because she wants us to know she's a good person rescues dogs. Which, by the way, it's great that she rescues dogs. Nobody's ever said it's not. Basically, she tells her friend at first glance, he wasn't my type. Now, the friend wasn't at the wedding. Right. So the friend hasn't... Seeing him doesn't say. The friend brings up a good point that it's weird that his friends and family seem to paint him in a bad light. I don't know that it was a bad light or if they were just trying to be practical about certain things because Alyssa goes, well, yeah. Well, I don't know who would ever think it was a good idea to tell someone that um, your husband's not going to want to spend time with you over his work. And they flash back to when the friend basically said he works hard and that can be a bummer for people, I guess. If you're, I don't know. I he,
1: again, she was just taking something the friend said and running with it. Well, but- it was it was convenient. She, you know, it was totally convenient because she didn't want to touch him with a ten foot pole. She wasn't attracted at all, so it was like the perfect thing. Oh, now I can blame it on this.
0: But that's what made me crazy is she walked away from him time after time on the honeymoon. She said, "I don't want to talk to him. I hate him." Told the producers to say to get away, get him away from me, even though she's telling the friend, "Well." He knew where I knew where to be found if he wanted to talk to me. And literally every time he tried to talk to her, she told a producer to keep him away. So why the fuck do you care? In fact, this is your perfect situation. You hate him so much. He's going to be on his phone all the time. Maybe you should have stayed married.
1: No, I, you couldn't. I, like, I'm getting upset, Sarah. Everything you're saying is making me so mad. I. Honestly, like when when her friend was like, well, did you have any real conversations? And then they did that montage of like, get him away from me. I hate him. He's a fucking asshole. And her fucking crying, blah, blah, blah. I wanted I I, I just it's almost and I I always bring up this word. It just feels like she is like gaslighting the viewers. Like, I want to say you don't you don't get to say that. Oh, just because you say like, oh, I tried and I really wanted this. That doesn't mean that you did that thing. You might have really wanted it. You wanted your Prince Charming that fit, you know, your exact desires to a T. But I think Chris said it best on After Party. He's like, and someone else said it too, that like she believes, I think Katina said something like she believes she put in effort. But like Chris said, she just put effort into the wrong thing. And it wasn't me you know and like yeah. i do so i honestly think it's just i think she believes she's a victim and i think she believes that she put in effort you know didn't vomit every time they had to share a room you know some airtime together mm-hmm. but she i don't she doesn't get it like something's wrong something is wrong because
0: i she doesn't seem to get it doesn't seem to get into her head especially when she's telling her friend and like I said, when you when you say that your problem with someone is that their friend told you that he may not pay enough attention to you, or something, when you won't even talk to the guy,
1: yeah, it, what yeah. is
0: what's the message here? Like it's gaslighting, like you said. And now she says she's going to move to Texas and find a cowboy, but she'll talk to her psychic first. Good luck, girl. Oh, Have a good God. time. Good um, luck. But I did like on. Well, you know they had to tell the group that they were divorced. We can just talk about that real quick. Um, Melissa says, it's really hard to talk about. She really wanted this. And I know I tried. Um, and everyone's face is just, no, you didn't. Um, and uh, Elijah once said it. He's like, she didn't try. Chris put his heart out there and I feel bad for him. But Chris is still like, I want to see you guys go four for four.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: on After Party, he he stayed pretty diplomatic. Like I said, he was like, I learned a lot about myself writing filling out the questions they asked for this show. So I feel like I'm going to be a better person for the next person that comes along that isn't super mean to me and tell me that they don't (laughs) like
1: my face. Isn't disgusted by my mere presence. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to that. Listen, editing's big. You can give people the benefit of the doubt, but only for so long. I just saw enough of just mean, mean, mean. And I don't like it.
0: Yeah. It was interesting when they talked about, um, Keisha asked him about what his friends thought. And he said, well, a couple of my friends really liked her at the wedding. And one friend was worried that she came up sort of saying, it's not my fault. I was late and like fixing herself and like doing all this stuff before she even looked at me basically, um, at oh, the altar. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and Chris said, you know, I told him, give her a break. It's her wedding day. She's about to get married and on TV. Maybe she was just nervous and Keisha was like oh that's nice if you you know, that's and that's a good point he's right we don't know for sure what was going we, now we know what was going through her mind when she walked up there but at the moment we don't um but then but then he goes yeah but now that friend keeps saying told you so bud told you big red uh, flag yeah, yeah yeah oh man and then he was like in the, in that clip that they showed where her where her friend was talking to her and said there are you know i wish i could have met him because there are times that i think you can be too hard on people chris was like you know she's never met me and she's still saying that so what does that tell you? Kind of. He,
1: he said on after party too, that they, I don't know if, if he got her phone number after everything he said he got it or back, whatever. when
0: they got back from the honeymoon, she yeah. finally gave him her phone number. <laughs> yeah,
1: And he said that they have exchanged, they had exchanged like five texts. He's like, and he held a, he's like, you could see our entire text thread on one, just one screen, no scrolling required. So oh, it made mm-hmm. me,
0: For some, I mean, it's so awful, but it kind of, just made me laugh. I'm like, I love how she's like, he knew where I was. He could talk to me at any
1: time. Like, you bitch, you didn't give him your phone number. A- you know, uh, I mean, I, I would, you know, that uh, the friend that she met who said, you know, oh, I didn't meet him and blah, blah, blah. I would like to see her on the reunion.
0: <gasps> yes. I'd like I would, to see a lot of these. I would I'd like to, to see. Yes. I, I would like to see all his friends that said things about him and mm-hmm. and go, God, like we're never going <laughs> to we're never going to mention that he's a hard worker again. Um, yep.
1: Yep. So Lindsay and mock the shock,
0: Lindsay and mock the shock.
1: Well, I mean,
0: at the beginning, again, he's hanging out with his friend. He says Lindsay's always there for him. She's trying to help with his mom and doctor appointment that the mom needs. Um, but he expresses what we all kind of know is that he's uncomfortable about the way she says things in public. It makes him uncomfortable. He's more reserved. He talks about the airplane again and how Elijah won gave her three outs, but uh, uh, Lindsay kept going at him. And again, we're bag of you that we want that plane footage. Everyone. Come on. And Clara, someone just like send it to us. Like, please. Uh, just, nobody was recording her being an asshole on the plane. Come on. Yeah, I don't buy uh, it. But he basically says those moments don't help me grow and feel like I can connect with her. And we've already seen that she just pulls away quickly when she feels that, he, I don't know, judged or whatever it is. She 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 has some serious, I think, abandonment or attachment issues or something. Um, yeah. But she's excited
1: to host the housewarming party. They play a game. I didn't like that game. She seems like she doesn't say she's competitive, but I would just anxiety. I would have. um of fucking up the game or not going fast enough with the game is how I would feel if I was like at a self checkout before you. And I would just leave all my shit. I'd be I'd look for an Uber.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. I agree. I feel like she would steamroll. She was Mm going to steamroll that thing. And if you didn't play by the right rules, Lindsay is going to she's going to tell you that you're fucking up her game she's aware of how good his friends are, which we have mentioned before that he seems like he has really good friends, which is usually a good sign. Yeah. Um, And he needs to have really good friends because he doesn't have a lot of family or his, you know, his mom's sick and all that stuff. So, and she's like, it's a good reflection, the company that you keep and all this stuff. But she keeps saying during this episode, how his life is in chaos and he's a mess and he's overwhelmed. And she's telling his friends he's pulled back and he's overwhelmed. And it's like, I think he's overwhelmed by you.
1: Yeah. You're not helping things as much as she may think she is.
0: I don't know why she can't see. And i I'm not saying that he's, um, I'm not saying it's a ball of fun that you had to go clean out the bed bugs. I mean, this guy looks like a deer caught in headlights every two seconds. He's like, Oh my God, now my landlord's crazy. And she's telling me to, and she changed my lease. And now there's bed bugs. Like, uh, this isn't, the way he probably wanted
1: to ever be presented on television. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chances are no.
0: But at the same time, you, you she's a steamroller and he is you know, laid back probably a little bit too much in some ways. And it's just, it's, it's hard to watch because I would feel overwhelmed and shut down inside myself. If somebody was always that ramped up around me, like Lindsay is, but that's just how I am. And so I can relate sort of to his, okay, well, it's too much. And mostly because when he does say, if he tries to say like, I just don't like the way that you did that at, to the group of people. And I had to go down and apologize. But, but he, at the beginning, he was like, but we're a team and I got this. And but I mean, he always he really had her back at the, at the honeymoon and all this stuff. And she just seems to have forgotten all about all of that, and she's
1: just—it's funny because I—it's such a weird thing that I, I don't relate to Lindsay's like behavior or the the one hundred and ten percent all the time. I mean, I I barely have a pulse, you know this, but it's like <laughs> there's something about where again, like he in the beginning, it was sort of easy. They were attracted to each other. At beginning meaning literally the wedding day, the next day, whatever. And she was able to be herself and stuff. And then he sort of was like, oh, wait, this is a lot. And, you know, the flight to the honeymoon. And I do think that she, it's like you said, attachment, detachment. I think in a weird way, she kind of felt safe. I mean, shit, she told him she loved him, right? Like how soon? And then now he's like, well, I'm not sure if you're really my type or this is a lot. And now I think she feels a little like betrayed like oh i thought we were i thought this was going to be really great and now he's not being his authentic self cuz he doesn't feel safe to do so and she just doesn't know what to do i just think she's lost and i think she's hurt and i think that's the reason she reacted the way she did at, at bowling because that's what hurt people do you know and and she's putting everything in his face about uh, well, yeah, I was there with the bed bugs and a hazmat suit and I helped out with your mom and what are you going to do now? And that's her being like, well, what the fuck? I thought I was helping you and you still don't really like me. I just don't think she gets it. That was long-winded, no. but I don't know no, if that no, makes no. sense. It's,
0: it does. And, and I think that's really good points and I think that's true. Um, I don't think, I mean, look, wh- where she went at the end of this episode was mm-hmm. what, that's a problem. That's dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Katina said it on after party. You, you, you say things like that. You can't take them back. We, I mean, she demeaned him small balls. Are you going to call your mom? Um, you,
1: you, I forgot it. Did she, she said, say that? his actual balls were like his physical testicles were tiny, or just sh- like he doesn't have any hutzpah? You know I what don't I mean? No, it felt like she was talking about a It tells me she's got if, like if, little baby if, peanut balls.
0: If, it felt like she was talking about his actual balls because I feel like you, the producer, was like, oh, oh. <laughs> But also, I feel like that's a dream. Small balls. Oh, Nobody, I know. Yeah, balls are not
1: small balls. The, no
0: balls. Sign me yeah. up. <laughs> balls uh, are not the part of anyone's no. Um, no genital area that we're interested in. We just no. like the, the, the long the attachment that hangs out from it. So, um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the smaller uh, the better. Um, <laughs> it's actually a selling point lens. <laughs>
0: Lindsay, focus on, she's like, I like to lick big balls. Anyway, I can't, didn't <laughs> the mean bigger to go the there. Balls,
1: sorry. The, I know we can never, but she
0: just, uh. it, it, it. Yeah. I mean, I guess we just got right to the bowling thing, but basically there was a conversation about, um, leaving up the toilet seat. I forget, maybe Katina brought it up. And then. She started to, Jasmina started to say like, oh yeah, we, I don't, I, we always want it like down so that we don't sit in the And then Steve started to ask a question about, well, what is the deal with the toilet seat? Is it a sanitary thing or is it because you don't want to sit? And then before you could finish Lindsay's up as the health professional, what? Let me tell you <laughs> that it's about poo, the poo spray. I don't know. She just went, uh, she, was she just took, every, yeah. yeah, she just took well, everything to a level listen. where everyone was like, all right
1: and it's that though i have to those are the moments where she were either reminds me of like people i've known in my life where it's like again a couple you know <laughs> plastic cup draft beers from a bowling alley you know you want to share some passion something you know and she feels like she she knows some facts about uh which i have a hard time saying poo spray um <laughs> and that she wanted you know and she's kind of excited about it she probably thinks it's funny nobody there is on the same page with her like sense of humor wise And you know, I mean, cause she might have friends that are like, yeah. And like, give it right back to her. She's constantly like the record skips every time she talks (laughs) and and it's like awful. Like she was excited to talk about it. And, and, I have to say, I feel like in a weird way, I have felt like that before when, cause you know, I can be a little quirky or dumb with weird facts where I'd be like, bah, 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 and everybody's like, Jesus Christ, can we just get back to what we were talking about? And like, like she meant well, you know, she's just trying to have fun. It's a lot, yeah. but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, I didn't, that, that wasn't
0: as big of a deal, but Jasmina was like, let's finish." It's just, it's, I guess it's just the feeling of her interrupting and sort of down, yeah. bulldozing really a conversation. And then it was something about a sex joke came up, and everyone was again was like, "All right." And Katina <laughs> goes, "Just read the room." Like, oh yeah, yeah. There's no, there's definitely no room reading uh, for Linz. Um And Mark is the exact opposite. As as the, he spoke to her friends about it. How do I? get her to sort of tone certain things down. And her friends are like, how do you get her to reel it in? Is that what you're asking?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Be like her father and brother ask us that too. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the answer is you can't, that's the problem. They go, well, you just have to tell her, tell her in the moment. No, when you tell her in the moment, you end up with the bowling alley. When you tell her in the moment, she
1: fucking snaps. So there is, I don't know what he's
0: supposed to do.
1: Well, and I, this is where I struggled a little bit and I struggled and I don't know why, because it's not, I love Jasmina. I'm not saying anything, but when, when whatever Lindsay was saying and she said, well, why, why are you rolling your eyes or don't roll your eyes at me? I was putting myself in that position because if I was talking and someone blatantly rolled their eyes, I would probably say something. And I'm not, I don't have the personality of Lindsay, but when Mark was like, you shouldn't have said that to her. There oh, it was is Katina
0: a- rolled her eyes. Yeah, oh, it was Katina. I, I said, just yeah. And, Kat- and then Katina was like, you know, don't, I'm not going to pick, don't pick a fight with me on camera. Like, you know, to stay away from me, but they've just have stayed, they have started off on the wrong foot, but to be fair, um, cause I agree with you. It's not Katina probably should just control that around her. Um, cause that's also starting it. But like you're saying, I get it. I'd probably be like, why is that? Why are you rolling your eyes? But since this is since they've already had these conflicts in public, she her now it's her turn to just take the high road and be like, I'm just not gonna comment on this. It's gonna make Mark uncomfortable. Um, I don't need to talk about her. It's who cares that she rolled her eyes at me, whatever. Like she needs to do that because guess what? She rolls her eyes every time Alyssa talks. So she's not any you, you know, like she was doing it to Alyssa literally this same episode. True. Um that's very so valid. You're not it's just I feel like she. It's not hers. Isn't gaslighting. It's almost just like the opposite, where she's so unaware of her own behavior, and then when someone else does something, it's like, oh, sh- what? How could you do that? I'm like, well, you just sat her and did it to Alyssa, which, by the way, we all did. But um, yeah, I just feel like sometimes she doesn't get her own part in things. I guess because of course. If it sucks that Katina rolled her eyes at her sitting there, like of course, just don't do it, you know. And I think Elijah one was like, "Come on, let's not do this." Um, but Katina also was like, "Just you know, not to talk to me, whatever." And that's not fun, obviously, in front of a group of people. I, and I'm sure it made Lindsay feel like shit. And but what does she want Mark to do? Stand up and fucking knock everybody out. I mean,
1: no, but I really, really thought in that moment that her not saying anything back to Katina when she said, hey, don't even look at me, you know, not to talk to me on camera. I was I was impressed or proud of her for not going further there. I know I would have been like the fuck you just say to me. Don't tell (laughs) me when to." like that's when I felt like it was sort of a little bit of an antagonistic, you know, something that Lindsay didn't respond to. And right.
0: I, no, you're right. Yeah, that's you know. a, that's a,
1: it. Was good. It
0: was good. But then she got. But then it turns out she was mad at Mark for sitting there
1: when that happened. Well, you know when he. You know when she. You said that. Like you said. Like what could Mark do? You know, because he tried to take her friend's advice and say, you know, this is embarrassing me, um, blah blah blah, and trying to tell her how he feels in the moment. I honestly think that if he had stuck to that. Instead of saying like we're a team and this makes me look bad because I in f- I'm only I'm just doing this I think I always go for like the the sad underdog or I just feel sorry for Lindsay in this moment because like she doesn't get it and it's it's sad because she's hurt but it's horribly annoying too but I think that if Mark had just been like please please like can we just don't do this it, versus don't do what? saying like don't do don't, don't, don't respect Oh, I see. You were being her. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. I just,
0: I just don't know. I agree with you. I feel bad for her too in this situation because I think that she's unaware and that she is hurt and and acting out. But I don't feel bad for her the way she ended up talking about him in this in this bathroom and screaming no. in a bowling alley, telling him to go call his mom and and she even got him to be like, have another drink. I was like, oh, uh oh, Mach the shock's pissed. Yeah, Mark, the shock yeah. is pissed. So. I get what you're saying. I just, I guess I just don't see. It's like, you're right. She didn't take the bait with Katina. Good. S- but then she seemed mad at him for not doing anything. You're just going to sit there and let this woman roll her eyes at me. But what's he supposed to do? Well, get see, up and slap her?
1: I, I mean, what do you want him to do? Now, this is, this is like tit for tat, like little detail bullshit. But I took it like she didn't want him. This is my, this is how I took it. This is why I'm thinking the way I am. I took it like she didn't want him to do anything or say anything to Katina in her defense. I took it like she was like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Just sit there like a person and and have somebody roll their eyes at me. And then the reason I think she was mad at Mark was when he said the thing about we're a team and this this makes me look like shit, too. That her, then she's going through. Well, we are a team. I've helped you with these things and we are a team. Why are you saying that? And that's where I thought she was upset with him. Does that make sense?
0: It does, but it's, it just, it was all over (laughs) the place. You're like, it
1: does, but it's wrong. And uh, no, 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 it makes
0: sense. It's just, it doesn't, it was all over. It was so erratic, her response, because, because it went from, I didn't take the bait to, I was, what was I supposed to do? Not take the bait? Well, you didn't, you know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, Yeah, I'm supposed to
0: let someone roll their eyes at me. Well, you did. And you, and we were proud of you for that moment and just sort of letting it go. And then now I don't, it just, I guess I just don't really get what exactly set her off so extremely. Right. um, To, to go to the dark place of, I guess Mark was like, she just can't let things go or walk away. And I just don't want this.
1: I think it, I, I think it's because, and I'm not saying he was wrong. He was damned if he did, damned if he didn't. Like we anybody who's dealing with Lindsay is in these moments. But I think it's when he said the words like we're a team or you know, we're we're supposed right. to be a team and then she's thinking to herself, I've been trying to help this guy with this this and this and I'm ride or die and you're telling me I'm not a team with you. I think that just like threw right. her for a loop i think that literally just fucking blew her mind and and then for someone to question like loyalty or that she's a team i think she just was like well fuck you okay i guess that that must be what what it was um, and i'm really harping feel, on this i don't know no, if i'm right I know, or not no, i but, just
0: feel like i my, my whole head was exploding during the scene because i was like what i mean and then, because all of a sudden, she's in the bathroom. I'm not coming out. He's not a strong man. She makes fun of what he does for a living, makes fun of how much money he makes. Um, <laughs> oh, it, says, it, it says she can't catch feelings, that he won't give her an orgasm, that he has small balls. Oh, I'm wait, just
1: like, this is- She did is- say the, the least he could do is make me- Yeah. Come. hmm <gasps> Well, and by the way, I, I know, I hope you did too, just because of the character we've created. I pictured her smoking like a Virginia Slim 120 in the bathroom while she's saying all this shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I she's like, he's a pathetic loser and yeah, she won't yeah. come out. Least
1: he could do is make me come. he got a light. <laughs>
0: yeah. It was, it was, it was a lot. Um. It was just a, I just feel like it's a hard, it's hard to come back from talking like that about someone. And I know that, um, and Katina said that too. And Keisha asked Chris on the after party if she was, if he was surprised by her reaction and, and how she flipped out. And he's like, not at this point. It's just happened too many times. And I'm the one that usually gets the phone call from either of them. The I get the first phone call. He's, she did this or he did this. So I think Chris is like, <laughs> They're like, oh, Chris, you and Alyssa are over. Can you can you deal with us instead? Um,
1: Yeah. So it sounds
0: like he's like their person that that you go to, that they go to, and that he's just seen it from the beginning. And this is, I guess, what I was trying to say. What Steve's actually said on After Party too is like in the beginning he tried, and he just gets barreled over. So it's hard to say what you want. After that, when you start feeling like you always get barreled over.
1: Well, especially they're just. I feel I mean, I do think they both have really good hearts, but and it's I can see the whole thing with them being matched where like, you know, he doesn't have a lot of family, his wonderful friends. And but he has this situation with his mom and that she is that kind of ride or die, like she'll do whatever. But also if she can't like keep herself in check, she's just she's going to bury him. He, He you know, he won't even have a voice. It's like he can't be himself around her. Seems like a lot of die in her ride and die, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like rider meme. He's just laying there with a black eye. Like, I don't fucking know.
0: Yeah, I just, um, as someone who really hates to be yelled at and um tends to not go to the kind of place that she did. And again, that's I, I just I was just like, Oh, I I don't know. I mean, it looked like they show them in the next episode hanging out and stuff. So I but i just don't know how you
1: well uh, how do you apologize and yeah.
0: and 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 you know i'm sorry that i said you have small balls and you're a pathetic loser who lives with your mom and
1: only makes 60 grand a year sorry selling gym so, equipment or something Yeah, like, she
0: got real mean she got real mean and so i and i know it's some issues that she's got and uh, girl go go work on those issues because um that's just not the place to go to like, you can't just <laughs> verbally just maim someone like that.
1: No, no, you can't. You know, when I think about her, she's grown on me where I just, I don't know, I just have a soft spot, but also she's a lot. I would want to like hang out with her and, and, you know, but I wouldn't let her stay an extra day at a place where I put down the deposit. Right. (laughs)
0: Right. That's, there you go. That's I I feel like that's probably how almost everyone watching feels about her. Oh, lens. Yeah. That was disastrous. And Mm. I, and poor Mark's just sitting there. I think he can hear it all. I'm like, Oh my God, that's just gotta be, um, you know, now at this point he looks like a big pussy with small balls. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Ah, you Uh, know, uh, the bigger, the pussy, the smaller, the balls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh
0: boy well wow. guys that was Oof. a ride yeah, mare was, bear Kuda. that was a ride um please don't forget to subscribe also hit us with a five star review please We're so much appreciated and uh we'll see you next Thursday see you see, I, see you next Thursday love you Kuda. Bye. bye
1: <laughs>